enough mics Exit your show like I exit the turnpike Dyson Dynamite like those Hello, what is going on? Not Enough Mics Podcast is back with Mike Stevenson That is me Coming up here soon is Jarrett Robertson As he just wrote a book His first book called Make It a Great Day Fantastic book uh, as you'll learn some nice little tips that you can use in your everyday to feel better. Hence the title, Make It a Great Day. Um, and it's not hokey pokey. It's real stuff that real, regular people like me and you can use every day. Um, so I'm excited for you to listen to that. And this is, I guess, technically we're going to call it season two of Not Enough Mike's podcast. If you've been following along on um, Instagram, Facebook, or even on Spotify or wherever you get your podcast, you're going to see that I started a new podcast, but not just with me. It is with my one of my other best friends, Scotty Hamilton, and it's called The Program. So it's how we've had a great response. We've done four episodes so far, and uh, it's been a, a blast to do it with him. We've tried to kind of come up with an idea as to what we think it's about, and I think we've come up with uh, a little mix between maybe Seinfeld, a little bit about nothing, and Weekend Update. We go through, it's not a sports podcast, Not Enough Mics is a sports podcast, um, which touches on a little bit of everything, but this one in particular, not sports focused, a little bit of current events, and just some uh, hilarity, and speaking about that, so a lot of great response right off the hop, still running Not Enough Mics podcast, and I'm looking to start two to three more before the end of the year. Might be about movies, might be about music, might be about food, or all three, so Stay tuned for that, and uh, I'm really looking forward to that. Because you know why? Because like Jarrett, my guest that you're going to listen to here, there's a lot of cool people out there that have a lot of skills and knowledge about all these topics, and I want to talk to them. I want to give them a platform that they can chat about it. A lot of people that want to start a podcast might not have the time. Well, I can help. So if you're thinking about something like that and you're interested in something that you've thought about, message me. Fire me a message. See what's up. Let's throw some things at the wall and see if they stick. Uh, don't be shy. But uh, some things are already in the works and I'm really, really excited uh, to share that with you and also uh, my friends who are coming along for the ride. So this is a ton of fun. So things are good. Happy summer to everybody. Everything's, I guess, somewhat back open and we're quote unquote back to normal, which is great. Um, sunshine, weather's good. Not enough. Mike's podcast is back. So, Jarrett Robertson coming up. Thank you for listening. As always, be sure to like this, rank this uh, wherever you get your podcasts. Um, be sure to download it as well and share it. I hate to always to ask, but yeah, if you think the podcast is good and you enjoy it, share it with all your friends. Because me and Jarrett uh, certainly enjoyed doing this, and uh, I love everything about putting this podcast together. So. Enjoy the podcast, and we will be chatting with you soon. Peace. Not enough, Mike. It's a beautiful thing. So is this where we start? <laughs> is this where we start? I am sitting in my house. Welcome back to Not Enough Mike's podcast. This is kind of season two. I didn't even know season, season one was over, but we're going to start it with uh, season two. So we are, this is the first podcast I've done in a while where it's been mono a mono in the same room rather than over the phone oh. which is great and i'm looking at uh one of my oldest friends sitting across from me bucky 
Jarrett Robertson. I had to surprise him with my, I walked out when he walked in my house. I have my old high school basketball jersey. Did Michael Jordan wear that? Yeah. 23. I'm not sure if you knew. I switched it up from uh, home and away right now. I'm in the away, the away jersey. It's just to keep it going. So as I said, Jarrett Robertson, welcome, buddy. Good to see you. This is crazy, man. <laughs> <laughs> so we were, me and Jared were talking because normally what I'll do in, in before any of my podcasts is, you know, you go down these rabbit holes. I, I like to nerd out. The research part is actually the most fun that I, that I like, whether I'm talking to an athlete, whether I'm talking to a friend, whatever it is. Uh, I like to prepare. No, it's this one. <laughs> me and Jared decided, throw all that out the window and we want to have a catch up like if we were both in an airport. And if talking. we just stop and we had two hours catching up, let's see, catching up. I don't, let's see how it goes. Let's see how it goes. So the main reason why, <laughs> and good excuse to catch up with, uh, with Bucky, I'm going to call him Bucky because that's what his KT Titans sweater said when he used to go down the water slide at the ambassador. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he wrote a book. Make it a great wow. day. How to feel awesome so that you can help others. Gerald Robertson, forward by Raymond Aaron, New York Times bestseller. So let's get into this because we're gonna we're probably gonna be all over the map. You wrote a book. Every author that I read or talk to, they say when they wrote a book, they would never do it again. Ooh, a lot, a lot of them because of the time and how tedious it can be, and you just never feel accomplished. Did you feel like when you ended it, you were just wanted to get it away? I have nothing left to say. <laughs> <laughs> so this is our episode. Uh, so it's been great. I, I hope you enjoyed it. Dude, I ended the book. I'm like, okay, I'm like, I got no, I got nothing more. I've had a few people um, ask, like, you know, are you going to write more? And I'm like, I, over time, come up with some more ideas, uh, for sure. Um, but did I feel like... I, I no, it was a good process. I had a lot of fun doing it. Um, I'll tell you, man. Uh, I think I posted that on, on LinkedIn when I first uh, launched the book. Too, um, it was I was excited, nervous, um, and felt the most vulnerable I felt in a long mm. time. Because when you write that mm. uh, or you publish it, and you know a whole bunch of people supported and bought it, I was like, oh, oh, people are gonna read this. <laughs> It's right, true. like you're gonna get and, and criticize it and and believe you and not believe you, and I'm like, I had to come to terms with, um, you know, I, I'm okay. I, I kind of want people to say, hey, this is not true, or I don't believe that. I'm perfect. Yeah. Um, honestly, man, the, the the point of that book was um, for people to take the odd idea and and run with it, because that's yeah. what that's how I got to the book was, um, you know, water workout. Um, uh, some videos I was introduced to and then I, I was like, wait a second and I do some more research and do some more research. So I helped myself and then I decided to dig a little deeper with, wait a second, great, I want to help myself. I feel good, but how can we help other people? Like that's the, that's yeah. the, that's the goal, right? Yeah. Um, so I don't know if I'll write more. I suppose it's if ideas come up. Now the thing, the thing with these types of books and we talked, we were chatting about this too, where you can be like, there's a lot of like self-help books. We were also just talking about like life coach, et cetera, et cetera. And then like the biggest thing uh, is like how genuine it is. Cause a lot of these, a lot of them are kind of point the finger, do this, do this. How do you get around? How do you get around? Mm. Like just being like, yeah, like I, I know exactly what's up. I'm positive, but everybody's like, well, it's hard to be that fucking positive every day all the time. But what's like, what's the difference? What's the difference? What's the difference? Cause it does come across as genuine. Um, and I've read other books, listened to other people online. There's all these life coaches. A lot of times it doesn't come off because authentic, especially Instagram or anything like that. But you are doing this, you put this together and it comes across. So how did you like, 
Did you have that in mind? Like to be yeah. to be genuine or like yeah, how, I mean, how do you I mean you know you know me well enough too and yeah. I, I don't think we've we've grown and evolved together and um, but I haven't changed a ton. Mm. Um and I, I'll, I'll tell you one thing that people may not know. So the original title of the book was Make It a Great Day, Always. Um, yeah. And then How to Feel Awesome. And I, it sat with me and sat with me. I'm like, Make It a Great Day, How to Feel Awesome. Like, it sounds too um, um, personal. It sounds too um, all about me. So that you can help others. Then it just was like, there it is. This is why I want to write the book. And this is what I want to do when I do things is I need to feel good today because I can go out and, um, you know, come here and be my best so that you and I can can hang out and, and help with the podcast and, and maybe grow your brand or at work or <clears throat> or for my clients or my family, things like that. Yeah. Um, if I feel shitty today, man, how can I be a good dad, right? If I'm snapping at my kids or my wife or something like that, like, it's not fun. Um, so, so that you, so that you can help others was the key in this one. Um, being positive was a choice, and uh, I think at the end of the day, it was is so that you can help others. That was the main the main message of it is a self help book. Um, I, I mean, it'll get it'll get pigeonholed into the self help idea, um, but as you read the back, if people can see that, the one thing that resonated with me, then I and I heard it. Um, so I'm, I'm boring it or passing along, but you know, on an airplane, when the oxygen masks drop, they instruct you to put it on yourself first and what for So that's so you can help the person next to you. Mm. It's not interesting because everyone pulls it down, puts it on them, but you'll die. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have oxygen. Yeah. Oh, I saved my kid, which every parent or husband or something or spoke like you'd want to do that. But at the end of the day, I'm like, Hey, put it down. All right. I'm good. Now help everyone else. So yeah. that's, that's, you know, I want this to be, uh, uh, people to be able to find their oxygen mask so that they can help someone else. Yeah, that's true. Eh? That's true because you really do, you know, we've talked, you know, again recently about that where you, you got to help yourself. Like, and you know, that old adage, you got to love yourself before you can love yeah. others. It, yeah. It's so true. I see that you're the photo in the back highlights the vein in your forehead. Yes. So that's important <laughs> <laughs> that you've had it that you had since your 10. It's going to be good. There it is. You that's, just see I it with the it. laugh there. It's there. I ha- yeah, it's good. <laughs> Uh, great it's vein. trademark, great, great vein. It's trademark, trademark vein. But you, you mentioned. Two- I know people have <laughs> veins at other places on their body. Is he listening? Is he listening? Can I call him out on it? Yeah, it's a trouser snake. <laughs> so vulnerable too, because I know that with this podcast, because I feel mm. like I feel like a douchebag sometimes going online and be like, "Hey, I'm talking about sports. <laughs> I have a guest. I do. I feel like a twat." And I, I, I want to, I'm doing this because I love it and I want to have a ton of fun. But I'm just like, hey, listen to me. I feel, I know I'm doing it for genuine reasons, but it comes across as, I don't want it to come, ever come across like, you know, like, but it's a weird thing. It's like, as you said, when you wrote it, it's like, it's there, it's out there, it's vulnerable. And this is like, hey, hey, listen to this. Or, but it's, it's okay if you don't, but I think it's pretty good. But like. Have you found it hard to market yourself with it, or you? But you, like you said, a lot of people have kind of come on board. Yeah, you got to come to terms with obviously the sport. I've got no feedback saying, "Hey, this is stupid." Yeah. Um, I think. I mean, I think it would be impossible to say that. <laughs> what What I really try to do with the book was when I start to talk about some facts and some some research is okay. I got to be you know careful here that this is you know true. I want people to go look this up. Yeah. And I'm okay with someone looks it up and says, hey, that's not entirely correct. I'm like, perfect. Go look it up some more. Yes. Things will change, yes. man. I mean, totally. 50 years ago, um, 
you know, people did things this way. Like now when the world evolves, science evolves, uh, people evolve, it's different. You do things differently today. So mm-hmm. I'm okay if people take the information and, and, you know, start to research. That'll help you, man. Mm-hmm. So if someone looks up um, uh, uh, water and goes, oh, geez, what's water do? Um, you know, it also does this, or uh, he, he might've got that a little bit incorrect. I'm like, okay, great. But now you're researching water and you'll probably drink a bit more water. Totally. Guess what? No matter what you do, um, water's going to make you feel better. And that's a pretty boring, and I talk about that, that's, that's boring information. Yeah. Jared, what can I do today? I'm like, drink some water. Oh, well, you're, aren't you brilliant? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, but you don't even know why. I've been yeah, told my whole life, true. drink water, drink water, makes you feel good. I'm like, oh, but now if you actually learn about it, whether it's through my book or Googling or whatever, I'm like, you're like, holy shit, water really does do all those things. Mm. I'm going to crush more water. Then you recognize it's doing better things. Um, and you'll drink more water. Yeah. And then a bunch of other little things I research and stuff over time. And there's some stuff that's in there that's, that's deeper, right? Um, um, Callie was just mentioning about the circadian rhythm. I did some research on that, watched Dr. Matt Walker, and I'm like, holy shit. I'm like, this is, this is cool. Mm. Um, did some research, so I wrote about it, cause, and then went into my own, like you're talking about the genuity of it, of when I go to sleep now, what I've learned, I'm not the doctor in science behind sleep, yeah. but what I've learned I'm like, man, oh man, sleep, I got to focus more on sleep. Like mm. I, that's got to be. That's a big one, right? Huge, huge man, huge. huge. And yeah. I talk about that. I'm like 33% of your day, arguably, right? Eight hours. 33% of your life, you sleep. I'm like, and people pay no attention to it. Mm. I didn't. Yeah. You didn't. I mean, yeah. you just, oh, I'm tired, go to bed. I'm like, wait a sec. I, I try and set myself up now to be like the best at sleeping. I don't win every night, Yeah. right? But knowing I'm doing this today, um, I actually had the house to myself last night. Could have done a myriad of things. I'm like, no, went to the gym, uh, ate properly, went to bed at the same time, did all my same routine, had the best sleep. Cause I'm like, I gotta be, I want to be awesome for you, man. Like, yeah. Cause, cause I want to, I want to have some energy. If I would have got crushed last night or said, oh, I'm going to go out or do something out of my ordinary, yeah. my whole rhythm gets screwed up. Then I'm here and I'm like, oh man, let's, are we almost done this? I gotta, like, I'm tired. Yeah, we'll find out how awesome it is. Yeah, so we'll, yeah, we'll find out. <laughs> Complete bust. No, you're right. And thank you. Yeah, it's true. You say that too with your book, you put it out there. It's like, Dave, it's like the wealthy barber, like Dave Chilcutt. You know, he, that came out, what, thir- I think 30, year, 30 25 years mm-hmm. ago. Mm-hmm. All those practices aren't like, you know, that basically the premise of to take 10%, pay yourself 10%. Mm-hmm. Everything in there, obviously, evolution of finances has changed, but the principles of that mm-hmm. are the same, and people can use those whether the banking structure has changed and interest rates and what's not. But this general principle, and that's what I like about your book too, you can go down like you know something simple like parking far away in the parking lot, like what you said, like a weirdo. You probably drive your <laughs> wife and your kids nuts, but you're right. That's like a, those simple things where you don't have to be a doctor. You don't have to be. Anything you're just making these simple, small choices, and then throughout your book, of course, you have all these simple choices that you can do to make that choice. That's what I like too. I think uh, the shitter book. Yeah, your, your buddy calls it the shitter book. <laughs> yeah, we use this in the bathroom now. Yeah. I'm like, oh, it's, oh, sweet. I mean, yeah. you'll read some of it. Yeah, um, I don't touch any books in the bathroom now. Like, remember there used to be like a magazine rack. People would have magazine racks, and I'll say to somebody, go to go. Well, especially just a guy would know when you take a leak at a urinal with flip-flops on, you know that you're taking a leak at a urinal with flip-flops on. Now, if you have ma- magazines besides your toilet, move them immediately. Oh, my gosh. I, I, had a, I had this epiphany last night, man. I was at the gym. And I was like, what's the silver lining of, of COVID? And I don't like to talk about it or everyone's got their opinion, obviously. But COVID? What? So what's, 
huh? huh? So I was at the gym and I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put on my phone and my keys. I'm gonna put them down somewhere and I'm gonna say, um, I have not been vaccinated. <laughs> And my phone and keys will never get stolen. That's true. Ever. That's I go, there's true. a silver lining. I'm like, I can leave those anywhere now with a sticker that says <laughs> my phone has COVID or something. And people will never, like, they'll, they'll run from it because yeah. of the fear of, of COVID now, right? Um, so I was like, but I won't do that. That's, but there's a silver lining. <laughs> That's uh, what I thought of the gym. Anyways. It's cool that, that you, just that you've created it. You know what I mean? Like to put all that time. How long did it take you from start to finish? So roughly when you decided to, to, to do it. Yeah. That's, and then that's to, a, to the end, like it's probably a little loosey goosey. Yeah. Is, so pen to paper, it was, I was about two months, but oh, okay. yeah, but two years. Yeah. Like I had said that. So it was, the ideas came. I'm like a book, a book, a book. Hmm. I had a, 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 a client, a friend um, who had written books as well. Um, and him and I were talking about it and he was convincing me and tell you should write a book. I'm like, yeah, yeah. So research started, I was at least a couple of years, man, for yeah. sure, um, of gathering all the information. Um, but I think that's, that's part of the process, right? Because if I gather, 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 I have it all. Now putting it on paper is a little easier. Totally. <clears throat> um, but uh, I, was, I was at least, at least two years of, of researching and, and thinking about it, obviously, and um, where you're at in your life and all those things. Yeah, because I don't like to tell you this, but you're, you're kind of smart. Wicked smart. Wicked smart. smart. You think you're better than me? Uh, No, because you were the guy when we grew up. You're always a ninja at hockey, but you were in uh, French French immersion. (laughs) Where we spoke no French. (laughs) Where we spoke no French. So, so, you know, you were always that guy, but you were always great grades, French immersion. You know, you always kind of had, you were always on... You know, we all hung out together, but you were just kind of that way. And, you know, like education was a, was a big focus for you. And then throughout high school, you know, and then you get your scholarship to Brown. Ivy League, no big deal. Uh, <laughs> no big deal. <laughs> no big deal. Thank God then, I could play hockey. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and the evolution. So with the book, you actually have um, the background. I feel like the credentials. And not only with your education, but because like life experiences. And me and you have... Similar past, oh. very different past. But We're not past. talking about our history. <laughs> wow. So we met in, it was grade five. Four. Grade five, because oh. I moved from Gananoque in grade five. And to delete to, the Instagram no, post. No, no, no. Delete no, the Instagram no, no, post. No. We've only known each other for 29 years. Grade five. Only 20, yeah, grade five, because I moved, I moved uh, Christmas, grade five. Halfway through grade five. I apologize to all the followers out there. Oh, it was 29 was, years. 29 years ago. Yeah. Grade five, we, we set eyes on each other. <laughs> Never look back. So me and Jarrett would, because we're, uh, we thought we were cooler than what we were. So we, we used were. to go to this place called Studio 801, which is like the local club, well, but for younger. It was younger, never Studio 801. Yes. It was Celebrity Sports It World. was Studio 801 prior. But I know, but we never had Studio 801. Yeah, we did. We were in Studio 801. And then it turned into Celebrity Sports I World. it was always Celebrity. So we'd go and we'd turn our pants around and go there as crisscross. We'd wear our pants backwards to, to school. And smoke cigarettes. <laughs> and Sorry, smoke, mom. Smoke and cigarettes. And then I would have like a blue bandana that I would wear. Are you going to wear it in your pocket? Are you going to wear it in your head? Are you going to wear it underneath my hat? And I remember looking at myself thinking I was so cool. But then I looked at myself with a bandana on and a hat over it. And I looked. You were cool. <laughs> <laughs> and, I looked, and I looked ridiculous. And our champion shoes. Champion shoes. Champion shoes. With, uh, uh, uh. Corduroy? Corduroy pants corduroy that pants. were... That were... Boots. Like the boot. That came cut. over your whole shoe. <laughs> what's that show? What's that... That 
Um, what's that that store? Smoke cigarettes get so high oh, just off the cigarette anyway. puff. I was like, oh, so good. I'll blame my sister for that. She'll see this. Sorry, Mandy. So you made good. me smoke. So good. <laughs> so good. Um, what was that show where they had all the the chip and Varney? No, they had the chip was downstairs at the bottom of the escalators at the Cat Mall, where they had all the big clothes. Oh, what's the name of that? What's the name of that place? Fuck. I don't know. Not all the baggy stuff. It doesn't really matter. It doesn't really matter. But. <laughs> Stitches. Stitches. No, that's a. That's. Oh, yeah, yeah. Stitches. Yeah, 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 yeah. Stitches. Stitch, Stitch it is the, the place today to get your stuff. Stitches. Stitches. Stitch it? What's stitch, stitch it? Stitch it is where you go get your stuff hemmed and stuff today. Like in the anyways, good talk. Delete delete this part of the podcast. People just got people just unfollowed. <laughs> These guys are losers. Uh, but yeah, so you went. So let give a little background. So you wrote the book. Now we're fast forwarding to when we're forty. But yeah, edu- <laughs> education, education, education. You went down, and before we get into before you went down to Brown, I remember you brought a girlfriend home once. She was track and field. She did track and field. And I remember we all went to do paintball. <laughs> and you, me, Bradshaw, and Goffer, we were in this maze. And we walk around, and your girlfriend that we just met like a couple hours prior, and she was tucked around. Oh, she was small. And her back was to us. And me, Goffer, and Bradshaw looked at each other, and we just all nodded and peppered her <laughs> with paintballs. She hated that. She was not happy. No, and probably hated me after that because I introduced her to you guys. Yeah, uh, I don't think that relationship lasted. Do you want to talk about our exes? <laughs> Should we just do that? Should our podcast and make it a great name? Name all their names. Name, name all of them. Watch them all. No. Yeah. Yeah. Make it a great. Del- make it a great podcast. Del- <laughs> delete this podcast. Delete this podcast. Because uh, like, it's it's fine and dandy, I think, to say make it a great day. Maybe we can go a little bit more into that. It's all fine and dandy, but what what would you say to somebody that's like maybe like as depression mm-hmm. or is struggling to have that energy or to, to struggle and just to, to go. Mm-hmm. Like I have days where I have, I'm a pretty positive guy, mm-hmm. but I fluctuate mm-hmm. like a fucking, you know, mm-hmm. I'm peaks and valley. I'm Johnny peaks and valley. So it's the consistency is hard for people. How do you do the, how do you find consistency? So you, it's funny. Consistency is part of that in the book. Yeah. You know what? So I got to be, uh, I, I, I don't want to say I have to be careful, but I, you know, I'm not a doctor, all that stuff. <clears throat> and, I would say for the people who are, um, you know, if you're clinically depressed, um, yeah, there's probably more to it, right? For sure. Yeah. Um, and that part I don't know a ton about. But for the vast majority of the population, um, including myself and everyone who is positive, you do have those days. <clears throat> because life, right? Yeah. Um, your, your job, um, your bosses, your colleagues, your spouses, your kids, um, all the things, right? Um, I'd say society in general. So I'm always um, trying to, there's, there's things you can do in a day. Um, you know, I talk about the consistency and say, you know, news or like I choose to do the things that I know, man, will, will make it a great day. So mm. um, the news, for example, I'll mm-hmm. pick on that and then I'll talk about consistency for a second. Um, the news thing, the, the, the stats that I found out about news and I do some more research on that myself too, is, um, daunting to what it does to your psyche Mm. and 
for for the people who grew up watching the news, you know, and I did too, and you watch the news. I haven't watched the news in five or six years now. I I, I, I don't. I don't watch the news anymore. Right. I don't watch any of it. I don't read the newspaper anymore. Right. I talk to like five of the smartest people I know. Yeah. And usually get my own opinion after those five people. And you also, yeah. if like something's happening, I mean, what's been going on the last 15 months, 17 months, <laughs> You don't need the news, man. No. Like, you can research something in a second, and it's the only thing available. So you're like, are the malls open? (laughs) No. As opposed to going on and be a information, and by the way, this is all closed, and your life is hell, and stay indoors, and you're in your own prison. Like, oh, my gosh, right? Just, you know what? The malls are closed today. I got it, right? Um, Can I travel? No? Okay, cool. Yeah. All right. So what can I do today? I'm going to go work out. Uh, the gyms are closed. Cool. I didn't say I wanted to go to the gym. I wanted to work out. I'll run. I'll do body squats. I'll do jumping jacks. Something. Yeah. Exercise. Keep moving. Because here's what it's doing. You know what? I'm going to call a buddy. I'm going to call Stevenson. I'm going to call and just shoot the shit, right? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and you help each other. So so the news um, with sports, finance, anything like that, I mean, market crashes. I mean, that's my industry. Um, market crashes. So I know that stuff. But man, oh man, if you've got money out there and you're investing and all of a sudden you're going through a time where you're unprepared for and you're watching the news and saying market crash, you're freaking out. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I, we never freaked out, right? The industry never freaked out in that sense. So um, so what are some things I can do in a day where um, I'm going to laugh, I'm going to have a good time and I can make sure I, I, I make it a great day? Yeah. Um, but I'm not naive, man. Like, like, no, like you can't sure. be... I, like I understand was going the last 17 months and it was crazy what, mm. what's going on around the world and the, the residual effects from it. So that's sad yeah. and that's hard, man. Yeah. So there are days that are tough for sure. So this for me, and that's what I want to pass along is here's a bunch of tools because mm. when the days are crappy, y- you can turn it around yeah. and that's important saying, geez, it's not, it, something's up today. Right. Mm-hmm. And you're going to get bad news, man. If I, if I get bad news from, from my, from my wife about my kids or her or my family or something, um, it's going to be shitty. Like I'm not, I'm not going to pretend, um, you know, we've had some tragedies happen with people we know, yeah. um, in the last, you know, year and is you don't just say, ah, like move on. Like, no, like live with it. Um, you got to sit with those emotions and then eventually try to get out of it. Yeah. Um, you know, a good analogy would be if you're now at a point in your life where you're completely out of shape, right? Um, for whatever reason, and you want to get back in shape, you don't just go to the gym tomorrow, you're in shape, man. Yeah. Like, you're going to go there for 10 minutes, and then 10 minutes the next day, and 10 minutes this day. And this is this kind of parlays into the consistency idea. Um, All right, let's take a quick break. Greener, who, I don't know if, yeah. he'll watch, if he'll watch this or not, but Greener... A uh, little backstory about Greener. We, yeah. used to, uh, we used to take the bus to school every day in grade 10 when I lived out by QE. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's how, and he knew my brother. Uh, I used to always ride with him, and he was working out a ton, and he would fart on that bus. <laughs> and it was disgusting. No, and no, there was like great. four of us on the bus by the end, and, and he's he, just dying laughing. Oh, that red. guy would giggle. <laughs> he'd just, giggle. Like, talk about a guy. He's amazing. He, the best man mm-hmm. and i connect with him and there's another guy with a backstory that like wow and he found he found a world where he helps a ton of people mm-hmm. um and he's helped change some serious lives right because it's a lifestyle that he that he promotes yeah. um yes he does the shows and yes he trains people but from day one and i talk about that in the book and he doesn't even have the book i don't even know if he's seen it um we text each other the odd time 
Yeah. The first goal he gave me, man, when I went to him after hockey and said, you know, let's, what is this? Can we, can we do this? And I was always in good shape. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I went to him and <laughs> I tell a story. I, I'd walk to his house and he goes, take your clothes off. I'm like, oh, this is, this is awkward. Hey, nice I'm to like, see you. <laughs> <laughs> hey. So he goes, take off your clothes and pose. And I'm like, what do you pose? What are you talking about? And, um, I thought I was in, I, I was in good shape and I thought I could, could train for a show in, I think it was 12 weeks, September. I went to see him and I was, there was a show in November. He literally was like, you're an idiot. Right. Um, and I was nine months before I did my first show. Yeah. <clears throat> he gave me a program and he said, all we're going to do in this program is consistency. And I was like, what he goes, that's all I care about, man. I need to make sure you're going to eat these foods. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a great diet. It wasn't restrictive. Um, all these foods and go to the gym and drink this water and, you know, not drink on the weekend and do this up. He's like, I just got to make sure you're going to be consistent. And he goes, I'm not, we want to do a show. Great. He goes, but that's like, you know, a month out of the year when you dial in sort of thing. He's like, I want to create this lifestyle for you. Um, and I tell, I talk with that in the book and he knows that. And, um, He's done a great job, hasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's done so well. He, he cares a lot, man. And, and you, you know, Greener, Greener's the grouchy guy, the mean, mean Coach Green, but a man, he's got a heart of gold, that guy. And and he, like, it was the consistency that stuck with me through everything now. Mm. And in the book, I talk about the New Year's resolution, and mm-hmm. um, it's about consistency. And people with New Year's resolutions will want to get in better shape, quit smoking, things like that. And I talked about the get in better shape thing. I said, well, wait a second here. You're looking to get in better shape tomorrow. And everyone knows the, the January to March gym thing. Yeah. Um, and I, I've heard a lot of people who get kind of pissed off during those times because it's so busy. I'm like, hold on. This is amazing. Like, I love it when the, that's busy, right? Yeah. If one person in here sticks it through, good for them. And that's yeah. one more person, right? So as opposed to saying, so busy, I can't get on the bench press. I'm like, why don't you go and encourage that person and help them? Say, hey, listen, uh, I see you're here. I haven't seen you in a while. I come here all the time, right? Like, yeah. you're, you're new. Congratulations or welcome. You know, is there anything you'd, you have any questions? Yeah. Um, and the consistency part of it helped with the people going to the gym and they fall off, right? Um, and I talk about 92% of people, psychoanalysts say that 92%. That's why I don't go. Right. You just don't want to fall off again. <laughs> 92% of people will fail. Mm-hmm. And, you know, to try and be part of this 8% is... I say 92% of people will will make a New Year's resolution and fail, which yeah, makes it does. total it, sense, yeah. right? Whether that number is higher or lower, even if it's, I don't know, 80% of people fail. Like, it's a high, high rate. Whatever it is, yeah. Because people make such a dramatic, like, January 1st, I'm going to, boom. I'm like... It's unrealistic. Completely, yeah. completely unrealistic. Yeah. So, the working out or the smoking thing, it's like, with working out, pick a Wednesday. For mm-hmm. 20 minutes, go for a walk. Mm-hmm. And do that for two years. I don't care. Yeah. And then another 20 minutes. Yeah. Another, and then you won't be a part of the people who fail because your job was consistency. Yeah. So starting small. Again, boring? You're right. This, the small part, that's what I've read a lot too, especially recently. If you, even if you want to start going to the gym, but you can't, put on your shoes. Day one. Like, yeah. put, put your shoes on. If you don't go, put your shoes on. Yeah. Maybe the next day, you put your socks on. Or sorry, your shorts on and shirt. Okay, that's still progress. Mm-hmm. You haven't quit. You're going. And I love that. And that consistency part of it is can just we, to... Can, yeah, I want to add to this and I sort of cut you off. Can we... I, I can talk about Lachlan. 
Yeah. I can, I can mention yeah. Lachlan. I can yeah. mention, he'll see, he'll watch this. <laughs> he like, we're probably one of the best stories alive that no one knows. And I talk about social media too, and, and Instagram and, and how social media is, you know, this filters and, and whatnot. And his social media just looks like rainbows, butterflies, it makes me so proud to see it. And mm-hmm. you know him well. Yeah. Um, and his, 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 his life where he's at today through social media lens. Oh, this guy's, I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm like, I know the story and it is, but, Nana's right yeah. like he is a book yeah um but where i want to go with this is when on his second accident um his second life threatening accident mm-hmm. um he talked to me about rehab and it stuck with me because he'd gone through one life-threatening accident yeah. um and he'd gone through that rehab and the pain and whatnot the second one he kind of knew pain and he told me he goes my day one of rehab they came in they go okay we're gonna start rehab he goes okay here we go sit up okay sit up okay you're done for the day Hmm. that was rehab for day one he and he goes no 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 fuck that he goes i want to i want to no we don't want to push it he goes i know pain now like let's push it yeah but day one rehab was sitting up he is now for anyone listening yeah the only the first above knee amputee full-time firefighter in canada Mm -hmm. from sitting up that's huge. That's consistency, man. Yeah. Like it's it's so boring. Sit up. What? What? To where he is today. So that's what it is, right? And mm. now his Instagram, he's at the beaches, he's driving fire trucks, he's doing it all, right? Yeah. Kids, like you name it. So taking care, I, th- I believe his his daughter, stepdaughter has Down syndrome as well. She's yeah. beautiful, absolutely beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just had a little baby Kiana, boy. Linky, yeah. Linky yeah. boy. Yeah. <laughs> so uh what a what a he's troublemaker. It's gonna be yeah, he's gonna have their hand full. He's but, a mini Joe Love machine. <laughs> he is yeah he is yeah, joe the, love machine so there back, so there's the there's the consistency thing right and 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 greener was a big part of that and um yeah yeah no good on and lachlan if you're listening to this too like as you mentioned too you know i don't know how much we can edit this out of whatever we feel comfortable but a little bit further in he was snowmobiling and basically hit an island that was for, the, the first, first the first time i remember i was out west when that happened and he was sending me pictures and I was like, and I puked. I didn't puke, but I was just like, I can't look at that stuff. And it was, that was awful. And then losing his leg. He cut it off himself. He cu- yeah, yeah. Oh, that's he right. He did a tourniquet to his own leg. Yeah, the first one. And, and cut then, it off. And, to, and where he was going to be the first accident, he was going to light that house on fire because cottage, he couldn't, yeah. the cottage. <laughs> he couldn't he didn't get out there. He picked up his cell phone. It died in the snow. And so he's going to crawl to the cottage and light it on fire. So that it would smoke, and then and then someone People came. Come get him. <laughs> the the motorcycle accident. He did his own turnkey to his legs. That was called turnkey. Turn, 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 turn Yeah, turn that one kit? of those. Yeah, cut his leg off. He knew it's French for right, yeah. ouch. <laughs> <laughs> we got it. We got it. He knew it. Mm. He woke up after his coma uh, induced coma. He woke up in the hospital and looked down and said, "Why is my leg there?" They reattached it. He goes, "How I? How's that there?" And he told me that story. And I'm like, what are you talking about? So they about? reattached it. Yeah, and tried. And then they took it back off because it wasn't yeah. connecting. Yeah. Off topic. Locker, we no, love you, buddy. No, Good job. we love you. And you're like, kudos, kudos <laughs> to you. Crazy bastard. But love He's you. bionic. He's got, uh, he is. But and there's a consistency that, yeah. that tied to consistency, man, because his first aid told me was sit up. And that was it for the day. Mm. So, so I think anyone <clears throat> through the book, you can achieve it um, through the littlest things. And, and I just did an interview um, and one of the messages I want to pass along, man, was you don't need to climb a mountain. You just need to take a sip of water. Um, I want this to be boring, man. Yeah. Like it's, it's our whole life, your whole life, start small, do little things. Um, 
any any athlete uh, or anyone who plays and then anyone who just knows athletics um knows it's it's boring you do a bazillion free throws you do golfers hit however many balls before they even go play the tournament then they hit however many balls after that like they hit millions of balls i just heard someone say the other day i was golfing greg norman had had mentioned somewhere that he believes he hit over a million balls in his lifetime like uh, probably well you're also one of the best ever how many pucks have you shot yeah like if you think that you probably couldn't even do the math no like through your life all you do right yeah it's all you do when i was bored my kids getting into hockey now and uh, <clears throat> I'd go out when I lived out in Stevetown Creek Road and I had a net and I had uh, weighted pucks and pucks uh, and I tried to break the net. So I would just go out with it and take, <laughs> I tried to break the net. I'm yeah. like, break it, break it as hard as I could, right? Shoot as hard as I could all the time. And I'm like, there, and that, everyone, everyone does that. That's a howitzer. Yeah, that's a howitzer. All right, let's take a quick break. I don't know where. What else can we talk about? Well, I wanted to go to with what you're saying too about consistency and you know the impatience that we have, like collective, oh. collectively, right? Collectively, we the people people right now are the most impatient I think we've ever been in the history of mankind. Why? Because like I want uh, I want a new book. Amazon. It's here tomorrow. I want to get in, in line. Everybody thinks that they shouldn't. <laughs> I, say, I want to get laid. I want to get laid. Which is also Which is true. Swipe right. Yeah. Swipe left. I don't know what that is. Back pages. <laughs> whatever, whatever it is. It's true. Even if you want to get laid today, it, you can get laid a lot easier than you could even 10 years ago, 20 years ago. If you want, whatever you want, you can get now because you, by, by the click of a button, mm-hmm. you know, you want food, skip the dishes. Yeah. I wonder if they'll ever use the, the short form for that, STD. Never thought about Skip that, did you? Uh, I just want to get a couple STDs. How much is your delivery charge? I don't want anybody. Uh, but the impatience uh, is it, and we want it now. So when you talk about being consistent and wanting to make changes, it's hard for us now because we're so used to having it there. I want a six-pack. Well, I want it in a month. Well, guess what? That's not going to happen. You know, I, I, want to feel, I want to feel better, man. You know, whatever it is. And then you talked about, you know, not only making these changes, but like going to a therapist. You know what I mean? For your mind, not just your, not just your body, but your mind. And some people still, especially dudes, um, still have that stigma attached where we can't talk about it. Well, you know, just like if you want to be able to bench 225, you're going to have to go consistently. But, and then also with going to a therapist, I go to a therapist. Mm -hmm. uh, I do a lot of, do a lot of that. I've had to, to improve uh, my state, but you have to go consistently. Yeah. Have I been going consistently? Yes and no. I've moved a lot. So it's, it's been, it's been, that's been a challenge, but I find going in, just having that chat, getting it, getting it out to it, impartial, impartial, impartial ear mm-hmm. is some of the best you can do for any dude, for anybody yeah. out there is to go and like, just chat about your shit yeah. and get it out. So the, the last time I'll comment to the <clears throat> couple things, I'll let me forget about uh, how impatient people are. Cause <laughs> I talk with that. Sorry, that down impatient. Um, write that down. I'm going to wait. Write it down. I do. I have it right here. Did you spell it properly? Write it down. How I spell it properly? Impingement. Spelled correctly. The last time I saw my therapist, we were talking. I go, listen, man, I I wrote a book. We'll make it a great day. I go, I don't want to come in here and talk shit. I don't like that. Like, what do you mean talk shit? Like, all my problems, right? Like, here's a problem. I want to talk about, like, me and and work and my family and things. Like, I don't want to talk shit. He He goes, and he spun it for me. He's like, think about, he's like, it's like you're going to um, shower, 
right? What, you're dirty. You want to get rid of it. He goes, you go and take a shower. And he's like, you go take a dump. You get rid of the, you get rid of the shit. I'm like, okay. He goes, so that's kind of how this is. He's like, you're not like, think of this as you're just kind of unloading it. Yeah. And then you can deal with it. I was like, okay. I go, cause I want to talk good stuff. Mm. I want to come in here and just talk about all the, all the good things. I go, like, I love my wife. I love my kids. I love my buddies, my career. Like I, I, I truly am the guy like, I love it all, mm. um, and I'm super grateful. I go, but sure, there's some things in my life I can improve and that bother me and whatever. I yeah. go, of course, um, I'm human. Yeah. So I go, I don't just want to come in here and dump. And he goes, well, think of it this way, and then we can talk about all the positives too. I go, okay, cool. So, so uh, that was a good spin for me too. And to your point, the stigma of of the males um, or anyone going to a therapist. Um, man, when I when I for me. When I started to learn about, um, you know, working out, obviously mm-hmm. eating healthy, um, all that stuff. I'm like, uh, the therapist for me was, I literally, I just want to get better in my mind. Yeah. This person apparently is supposed to be able to help me do that. Yeah. Um, everyone I think goes, not everyone. So a lot of people are going to their uh, therapist nowadays through YouTube, right? TED Talks. Mm-hmm. Like you're listening to something yeah. and you're getting inspired. You're just not sitting there in front of, you know, I'll use the Tony Robbins of the world, the True. Simon Sinek's, the Brene Browns. You're not, they're not in front of you, but you're listening to them. So you're, you're, you're just, you're, you're kind of hiding it where, um, and when I go to my True. therapist, I'm not saying, Hey, I'm heading to my therapist today, but I have no problems talking about, of course I go yeah. see this guy. I'm like, he kind of knows more than I do. He's a doctor. <laughs> he knows how my brain's working, right? He, he's so supposed true. to. And I've researched and learned. So, and it helps, man. Like there's, there's helps. It's so helpful because there's a lot of people have had trauma. I know we don't have to get into it, but we've had trauma in our lives. <laughs> <laughs> this is podcast. Hold me close, Son. Tony Danza. Uh, we had trauma in our life. And I remember, you know, thinking, you know, I can get through all this, you know, I, no problem. I can, I'm, I'm strong, but sometimes you, you need, you, you need that. And it's the unconscious that's buried inside you that you don't know is there yeah. that, it, that makes you feel a certain way. And then your subconscious obviously acts. So that's, I think the most important thing is to understand what we don't know about ourselves as to the reason why we act that way. Mm-hmm. And that was a big discovery for me. And it also helped me forgive myself a lot for saying, you know, I read the, the Oprah's new book, not, not what's wrong with you. What happened to you? Did you read it or did you listen to I it? I listened to it. We I, don't, do you read books? No, listen. I don't read books. I, but so, <laughs> I get, I'm glad I gave you my book. It's coming out on Audible. I read, I, read. I, no, I read your book. I know you no, did. I read yeah, your I was like, book I was like, <laughs> there. Um, I do my research. I do my research. Um, no, but I've, I've listened to probably 15 books in the last yeah. three months. It's crazy, you know? man. Yeah. So it's great. So to, to do that, but just like, you know, you, you discover these things and you have these aha moments. You're like, holy fuck. Like, wow. And it's just like this, that discovery and that weight lifted off you and be like, okay, you know, maybe some things happened in the past, maybe for whatever reason, but you kind of just look at it and get that different lens, you know, get that proper lens on it and understand that, yes, be critical of yourself. That's very important. mm -hmm. But also I found on what I've really learned the last year, give yourself a damn break. You know what I mean? Give yourself a break, be nice to yourself. And it's amazing what, uh, if you make that choice, um, the stinking thinking, some people Mm -hmm. will call it, and you make that choice, 
it's it can be quite helpful. Is it fair to say when you when you came across some of that information that you were like the aha moment, and then you did more research on it, more research on it, hundred percent. And so this is you know I want to be a continuation. I'm not rewriting anything, right? Rewriting the book. Yeah. This is I want people to grab this and say, you know, what's something I don't know? Um, that subconscious mind I've learned a ton about, and I actually work with another person, um, and I'll give her props, Brenda Johnson, who's probably one of the greatest humans alive she's taught me a lot about the subconscious mind but that's so deep that Mm. uh, like i just kind of keep that to myself and learn 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 i'll I'll, I'll never you know write or talk with that that's you need experts but man oh man is that freaking cool it is and then you gotta also come to terms with is it like hokey and i've told brenda this because she's super cool um i was like this feels pokey like i don't believe it right she goes okay well here here and you gotta you gotta live with it you gotta learn about it like anything you might not believe something at once or at the first time you hear it but that's also our mind and our our that's how we work as humans is we is we won't accept something at first because we'll protect ourselves that's that's just a given for sure um i'm comfortable like i came here today because i know you i'll come to the house i'm cool i'm comfortable yeah you know if you're a complete stranger saying meet me at this address at this time and i'm like hmm uh, I'm going to do some research. Alleyway, yeah. 50 bucks. I mean, let's go back to impatience. Impatience. Because we talked about subconscious mind is too deep. It's, it's crazy. No, it, yeah. It's, it's just, I think to, to, to further that with you, but you're right. This book is like a gateway. You know, this book is kind of like the, the very simple form. Not simple. It's very complex. But it's very simple form. And like you said, I love that. Just go in. It's genuine. You're not pretending that you're, you know everything, but you're opening up those doors. Yes. And that's fantastic because like we said, again, going back to impatience is like, yeah, water. We all know that's important. Okay. Now you're doing that research and you're doing your own research. For you. Yeah. The, totally. I've heard something in the past too. And I think so many people have talked about it in any of their, uh, their TED talks or, or YouTube or whatever, um, <clears throat> that everybody wants to get to the top of that mountain and they look mm. at it, They're like, there's, I'm going to get to the top of the mountain. What they're failing to see is that there's a mountain in front of you, right? Like I see the peak, I'm going to be there, but you're, you're failing to see the mountain. Mm. Um, now I don't care how you get there, mm-hmm. helicopter, right? But I'm saying take a step. And you just said, put your shoe on. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Take a step. Yep. Take another. Oh, I'm tired. Then take a break, yep. man. Take totally. a break. You'll get to the top of the mountain. And what does that mean? Things like that. So I think so many people, this will go into the impatience thing. Nobody, man, nobody wants something done faster than me. If anything, people say, <laughs> I want it done yesterday. And I can see my, the end result. For I can see the top of the mountain and every, yeah. everything I want to do, right? This yeah. book, I'm like, oh, it's the best book on planet Earth. It's the New York Times bestseller. What? How do Write the damn book, man. Yeah, like, it's true. Right? Put the word down. Do. Yeah, do. And then I'm like, if it becomes the New York Times bestseller, holy shit, we really did it. Yeah. I'm like, but hold on. Who's the New York Times bestseller? Oh, Tony, uh, I think Matt McConaughey, Oprah. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, so I'll just write the book. Yes. Right? But but it's that was the first step. Mm. So nobody wants something done faster than me. I, it's, I think it's impossible. Um. But so what I started to realize was, and my wife was huge on that um, because, you know, she's, she's very methodical and she thinks things through and she's analytical and she's much, much slower than me, mm. which has helped me because I'm like, look it, she's so supportive and it's like, you know, you're going to get to your goals and she's, she's, the, she's the rock for our family. Um, but now I'm like, okay, write the book, right? Mm-hmm. Um, take that step because I know I can. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> 
And it was the littlest things that I started to recognize, man, that just let me have every day was great. And, and the, you know, the Instagram post coming up here, I'm like, this day's great. Yeah. Like, unless a tragedy happens at this point, this is like, this is the best day. Yeah. I can't, I'm going to go now home to my family and kids, swim, hang out outside. Like, it's the best day, yeah. right? So, check mark. Yeah. Saturday, what day? 24th? The best day. It's contagious yes. as well. It's so contagious, mm-hmm. you know? And I like that. Whenever I'm having a shitty day, and I recognize it rather than wallowing in my own pity. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm going to go out and I'm going to hold every door for a lady or whoever. Yeah. Or I'm going to say, hey, you look nice today. You know, mm-hmm. some people think that's weird and some yep. sometimes you get some funny looks. That's okay because I know I'm being genuine yeah. in that. Because if I'm feeling like shit for whatever reason, maybe I don't even know. Maybe I do know. Mm-hmm. It's like, what can I do to make somebody else feel better? And then that's contagious. And you know that energy, you know the, how powerful that uh-huh. energy is when you can make somebody smile. You're like, you know what? Maybe maybe it's not that uh, that bad. But oh. You said too with the hiking. I'm always like that. I'm so impatient. When I lived out west in Banff, Lake Louise, mm-hmm. I probably went to every single peak yeah. uh, oh, from yeah. Lake Louise, from Canmore to Jasper. I hiked everywhere, backcountry, but I never liked the, the process. I like, and I drove people nuts that I would hike with. I'm like, let's go, let's go. I don't want to stop here. I don't want to stop here. I want to get to the top. Mm-hmm. And but look at your story now is I've hiked all these peaks. Yeah. You're not talking about, oh, yeah, I took 9,000 steps. You're like, no, I got to each peak. Yeah. yeah. Cool story, right? Yeah. So you, you do, but I mm. find even, you know, relating that to life, sometimes I need to enjoy that part of the journey rather than just, da, 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 I, want yeah. it all. I want it all now and being impatient with it. That's what this podcast, too, mm-hmm. when you talk about just doing. You know, this podcast just started out as just for buddies. And then, of course, I had some people, mm-hmm. Gabby, TSM, ESPN, whatever, but it's just doing. It's not going to be perfect. There's going to be some episodes that suck. Mm-hmm. And like this one. Like this one. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, mom. Um, my only listener. The uh, where's the cricket button? I would have come that? at you. No, oh, oh. no. What's that one? You're it. You're it. Where's the crisscross jump jump button? Oh yeah, we have to put that up. The uh, the I have a I have a good story. A colleague of mine um, who I work real close with. Um, he was helping me with this book a little bit in recording, and and uh, we're real close. He told me there was something in the book we were talking about. What's his uh, name? Uh, What's his bank account number? Yeah, <laughs> I just know his visa I number. Just want address. So the he told me he goes, you know what? This is so true. It's resonating with me. He goes, I woke up the other day. I was in a shitty mood. Mm. He goes, I recognize that. Mm-hmm. I went and bought a bunch of groceries okay. and brought it to the church. Ah. And I go, what? And this guy is the most private kind of like serious guy. He's the best. Uh, and But he, he recognized that. And because he's like, I need to change my day. And so mm. he went and bought a bunch of groceries, dropped it off the Amazing. church and was like this. And it was the, that was the part of the oxytocin and, and the dopamine and serotonin things. Like get these chemicals flooding through my body because it helps you. It helps me. It helps all this stuff. And you just talked about, you know, holding a door for people and saying, you know, you look good. And that's those chemicals I, I go into the book, the oxytocin, the, the endorphins, the dopamine. Those are the things I just chase now every mm-hmm. single day because yep. um, I know what they do for you. And that's that's been forever in, in research and people talking about it. Yeah. So I would encourage something, people to look about those things, say what well, oxytocin, serotonin, what are those? A lot of people know about, I guess, endorphins and dopamine or yeah. heard about it. Yeah. Um, but that's that's... That's some, that's some cool it's, stuff. And just how powerful, how much power <clears throat> is there? You know, um, you think about like even the energy fields that are around when you see somebody that's happy, it, it makes you happy. You see a dog, what flows through your body. And I'm learning, actually, Callie is very, you know, she's 
she's very spiritual you know mm-hmm. she smudges the house and you know is very very tuned in with energy and she's taught me a lot and it's really true how powerful that is and what connects what connects us all because you hear about say i don't want to get too too deep here but you think about twins you know you have these twins mm. one, one twin works lives in germany the other twin lives in toronto like and, you know you hear stories of them breaking their leg and the other twin knows it you know, or has this feeling yeah, or is in an crazy. accident. Yeah. So what, is that, what does that mean? Who knows? Will we ever know? No, but yeah. just when you're kind of aware of the power of that energy and you try and use it towards good and really just being genuine and happy with people, I think that goes a long way. And to add to that, man, I think where where this stemmed from, and I get that question a lot, like, you know, why the book? Mm-hmm. Why you don't make radio? How are you the rainbows and butterfly guy? Um, <clears throat> and it's, it's a choice. So the opposite of that, I'm like, listen, if this sounds hokey pokey, you're like, ah, the world's not that great. I'm like, okay, recognize the days you're having a shitty day. Mm-hmm. Like, and you're frustrated. Because I got those days. You're frustrated. Then just sit there and go, what have I done today? Let's say I watched the news. I sat on the couch till noon. You know, I didn't do anything. My boss yelled at me. Yeah. I'm like, so do you think maybe like you're having some residual effects from, uh, is it chemicals? Is it energy? Like, is it something? Yeah. You know, did you go to the office today and you got screamed at for something or did yeah. a client yell at you or did a sale go wrong? Did your spouse like, like, is there something? Because I, what I promise you is that on the days you say go on vacation or you're going to hang out with your buddy, you know, if you and I weren't doing the podcast, you're like, let's just go for lunch. It's going to be good. Yeah. Unless you drop some bomb on me, <laughs> yeah, but like, you're, true. we're just going to have a good time. And yeah. like, so maybe start to recognize Hey, me, there's something going on here. I want to go golfing with buddies. So I'll call them up from wherever local golf. It's a good day, mm-hmm. right? So I just starting to focus in on like, what is happening just because I'm with that person? Fine. Yeah. Now I dug deeper. I'm like, oh, look at these oxytocin. Like I, oh, the serotonin, what's that all about? I'm like, oh, dopamine. I'm like, I work out, I feel great, but now I'm like, what's going on? So I dug a little deeper. Um, and man, oh man, it's just, it's, 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 it's true. It's yeah. it, there's facts around that. So I choose to have a good day and, and make it a great day. And there's these are the this is a, this book allows you to have those tools to. Yeah, because we always look at those things, and you just alluded to it. It's like you know the same thing can happen to you seven days in a row, and if you don't have that center and making that choice to be happy, you can handle that seven different ways. Mm-hmm. If you're not really aware of that, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And that's where the, the consistency part comes from. Okay, my boss yelled at me, but you know what? I kind of sloughed it off. So I slept it off and just like, you know, not personal. It's just, you know, he's right or she's right, whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. But did I handle that the same on Tuesday? Mm-hmm. Why? Because like you said, maybe yeah. I got in trouble because I forgot to take out the garbage this morning. Yeah. Whatever it might be. So how can you find that center and, and consistency so you have that ground level every day? And that's important. And that's what I really love about this. There's no way, man, like I, I the, a good analogy would be going on vacation, right? <clears throat> um, if you're going to the airport and you're heading to Mexico. Why are you going to the airport? Yeah, going flying somewhere. <laughs> and you and you and you and you're going to the airport. You're going to Mexico, and something kind of uh, catches you off guard. You're good, man, because you're going to Mexico. <laughs> it's so true. All of a sudden, right? You're like, yeah, eh, it's cool because I'm going here, right? Yeah. Um, so, whereas if you're you know heading to work, you hear this all the time. People, I hate my job. You wake up and you're going somewhere you don't like to go you're yeah. already in such a state of mind that you're like Bleh. No good. someone says something to you boom and then throw in sleep and throw in all the domino effects so yeah. um it's it's not it's not hard to have a bad day and it's just with the social constructs of it like how often do you see on on instagram oh mondays this case of the mondays you're setting yourself up for failure at the start of the week you know i get the week's important for 
you know, structure in our day and our week and kids and life. Mm-hmm. But like to set yourself up for that Monday, you know, we shouldn't, we should, we can try and avoid that as well. well and there's not, and, there, and and like I said too, you said it, there's, there's shitty days, right? There's, yeah. there's nothing I can do to get out of that. It's like all of a sudden something will happen. And kids is probably the best example. You know, you're having a good day and the kid, something will happen. Yeah. Anyone who has kids out there just knows. And then I can immediately go, whoa. And, and how do I react to it um i talked about that a little bit about your amygdala and um your emotions that get assigned and how you react and do you have Mm. those tools to not um um to to not react in such a way or react in 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 another way that's positive um and you're not always going to win um but that might be a good example and then how do I get away from that? Because yeah. if I spend like 12 hours in a bad mood, that's completely on me. Yeah. A thousand percent totally. on me, right? Totally. Because nothing lasts for 12 solid hours. That's, you know, um, but if, if in a moment in time, something happens, again, work, uh, spouse, family, friends, something, um, and then I can go, okay, and and have the tools to get out of that to make it a great day. Yeah. Um, that's what I want this to be. And, there, and that goes back to the news, man. Like mm. I talk with people, I'm like, if the news, and if the news, if if the news in here today was saying, "Holy, look at these guys doing a podcast, they're having fun," and that's on CB24, guess what? People are not watching no. it, man. Or, hey, a buddy was going up to another buddy, got in a horrible car accident. That's now on the news. Yeah, I'm like, come on, yeah. like, um, you know, two people met up and had a coffee today and had a great conversation. My kid got a A. My kid was the fastest skater today on yeah. the. Who cares? Nobody, nobody. It doesn't it doesn't sell. Yeah. So so that news, as I've watched people, um, there's there's all of a sudden just one piece of bad information, mm. and you and you think you can handle it. And you probably can in that moment, but now you're going out to see your friends and being like, "Oh, do you hear about like that crash? Mm-hmm. Like in wherever took ten people? Like and again, I'm not naive I, and or disrespectful. There's there's things going on in the world that I'm like, oh my lord, and I know about them and I research them and I get it. Um, they're tragic. Like they're the, tragic. Like the man. Leafs losing to the Habs in the first round. That put me in a mad mood for more than 12 hours. Right. <laughs> and that happened? was my fault. And that's their fault too. Duba, <laughs> Dubas. <laughs> all of them. All of you Leafs. I love you better Mitch. be training. I love Mitch. Marner? I love him. Yeah. He's soft though, isn't but he's, he? But is I he, love is him. Is he soft? I love him. Sherman? Sherman? What about Matthews? I don't, I don't want to comment. He's so good. He's so good. He's so good. Anyways, I love I Mitch you, I cut you off. There. I love I Mitch just, I'm sad. Um, I'm sad now. I got to open your book here. I'm sad. Where's the part about the Leafs losing schedule? Okay. <laughs> uh, where were we? I don't I care too much. I'm emotional too. I, and I care too much. You always worry about I'm so, I'm very sensitive. Yeah. I'm extremely sensitive. But, you know, I embrace it now. You know, I embrace it where before I was like, oh, but I'd get emotional. I got to check myself a lot because I just... You know, very not high energy per se, but emotional. So you got to really watch yourself rather than saying, "Oh, well, maybe I shouldn't have said that." I've said a lot of apologies by being a little hot headed, yeah. especially you know. And I've had to learn that quickly in like professional settings as well. You know, do you send that? It took me not a long time to realize that, but in my late twenties, don't send that email. Mm. <laughs> you know, yeah. don't 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 send the email. Now it's a draft. Mm. I sit on it. You know, you take the advice, you listen. 
but uh, yeah, realizing you know realizing your, your yourself and what, yeah, man. when that energy that you, that you do carry. There was a lot of things that I did with research there, and this this again, I'll go deeper than the book, but it's certainly the the peak of the iceberg with your um, emotional intelligence. The second mm-hmm. half of that book and your amygdala and things like that. That's been that's a work in progress forever. Um, how you build on that and you can improve your EI, yeah. Um, which I'm a huge huge fan of, um, and I want to do more and more with that. But there's that right, like. Yeah. When you write something, good, get it out. And then when you sit on it, research. This is why people say sit on it. Here's what's actually going to happen in your brain for the next 24, 48 hours. Things will adjust. Um, You don't just sit on it because people are saying sit on it. Because this happens, these levels happen, and then you'll sleep, and then your cortisol will drop because you go for a walk, and you'll think straighter because... So there's so many things that will happen in that time. Um, So I think EI is really important uh, there with... Call it maturity, but um, yeah, your EI and helping with professional settings, personal settings, yeah, um, lashing out at <laughs> at kids, spouses, friends, totally, colleagues, right? things like that. And you know, you talked about um, you know going to work or an example of you know your boss yelling at you. <clears throat> For me, I, I'm 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 expressive, so my my automatic, and I have a good example of of my my mentor who I went to work with day. He almost he almost played a trick on me, but he lashed at me. Times a nine. What times a nine o'clock meeting? It was like nine o five. He goes, "What times a nine o'clock meeting, man? What, why aren't you here?" And I and I I came back at him, and I was like, "Listen, man, we don't have to do this, right?" And he <laughs> yeah. goes, "I'm just joking. Come on in." And I was like, <gasps> "Right?" Yeah. But I knew my own High personality. Alert. I'm yeah. like, "Wait a second. So if you jump at me, mm-hmm. I'm going to jump back at you." Mm-hmm. And, and I learned that my wife, she's amiable. She she's acquiesced. So if I if if someone jumps at her, if I scream at her, she'll 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 go into a ball yeah. and say nothing. And there's different personalities. So I learned that about myself. So like, you know, if my boss comes in and screams something at me or says something I don't like, I have to automatically go, hmm, what's <laughs> going on with him or her? What's, did I do anything wrong? What's going on? And take time to think about it. Yeah. Maybe I did. Yeah. Which is cool own up to it. But um, I think it, it's having that. that Not the impulse. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, it's easy to be on edge, you're right. And it's just being aware of that, right? And the, the awareness and the practice. 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 Speaking of practice. I want to know about, I want to know about when, why do you have a playoff beard? <laughs> why do I have a playoff beard? Because <laughs> Why do you have a perpetual playoff beard? Because it's incredible. Remember when you didn't have facial hair? Yeah. And yeah. you were smooth sound. Yeah. I've always, I've asked it a few times. You've I, had a playoff beard for 20 years. That's right. Playoffs are over, bud. Not, not, not wanna, for me. Want to shave your beard? Oh, not on. a chance. Not a chance. Yeah, I'll be single. Um, I'll be single. hundred dollars. A hundred dollars. I'm gonna a thousand. A hundred. I'll pay off your mortgage. No. Where is it? <laughs> okay. All of a sudden, everyone's got gonna, it. Right? I'm gonna grow it twice this long, and I'm gonna braid it. Yeah, that'll look good. I'm going to have a big braid. Because that'll look good. Yeah, well, I'm not here. For me. I'm going to make it a great braid. (laughs) Make it a great beard. (laughs) All right, let's take a quick break. Switch gears here a little bit. Okay. What do you do? So you went to Brown. I want to talk a little bit about your hockey. So you went to Brown for four years. You knew Chris Berman's daughter. <laughs> I was always going, I remember that story. You're like, he had golf Meredith. clubs everywhere. Yeah, Meredith. Um, but so you played hockey um, there. How much hockey are you playing now? Like, what do you what do you do? Like, are you in men's? Are you in any men's leagues or nope. anything? Do you play any? Nope. Any? Do you play softball? Nope. Are you playing anything? Nope. Golf. You nope. said you played golf. Yeah, I play golf. I'm really good at it. <laughs> 
Yeah, me too. I worked. I at, look good. I worked. Yeah, me too. I look like yeah. I. I've got the like when you see me, you're like that guy is a go. Oh no, 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 no he's not. <laughs> wow, <laughs> he's a. Well, I've worked at some of like I worked at the Banff Springs Golf Course, you know, and then uh, Cabot. So I worked at like two of the top five mm. courses in Canada, and then you know top ten in the world. So I would always look good. You know, I get all the gear set up. Here's, you know, I get some free Pro V's. <laughs> look real good. I, got, I have like seven pairs of golf shoes. I have, sh- I just gave away a with, shit ton with my name on them. of golf. Yeah, yeah. And so like these guys are just thinking that I'm going to be great. And yeah, like my best rounds is 79, but I'm not shy to shoot 100. Like if I'm splashing it everywhere, yeah. you know, I can get like, to 90. Yeah, maybe it's an easy like, game. Yeah. <laughs> It's an easy game. It's an game. easy game. It's easy. Right? It's Why? Easy. Oh, golf's easy. Yeah. Just, it's easy. I know exactly what to shoot on every hole. I'm like, this is a four and a three. It's, a, so it's the execution seven. that's impossible. It's so hard. Yeah. Easy right. game. So do you know sports? Execution's impossible. Why don't you play any sports? Gym. So you're going so, to the gym. So when I quit, when I, when I, <laughs> I say quit hockey because I never played a high enough level to retire. <laughs> so quit hockey. Yeah. Um, after Brown went uh, and played some semi-pro and bounced around. and the States. Uh, yeah, bounced yep. around the states. Played. I was a cup of coffee in the AHL, and then went down to the coast and the and the and the SP and back over the coast a little bit and the IHL. Did the did the whole thing, um, but you know, like anything, I tell people when I was playing in Fayetteville in the SPHL, we won a we won a championship. I still talk to some buddies from from then. We're we're super close. We see each other, mm. and I know. I tell people I know what it was like to play in the NHL. We were we were celebrities in that town. Yeah, we got paid. 150 bucks a week i think my bar bill was 300 bucks a week <laughs> so it didn't even but it was the literally the best time ever and anyone who's won a championship anywhere mm-hmm. will tell you the same thing i mean it, it was and there's there's a lot of the book the oxytocin the serotonin like that that togetherness um that bonding is the best can't find it the, anywhere you can't yeah um so went and played there and then i got to a point where you know i absolutely love and i think every person will tell you this love the camaraderie mm. miss that every day Same. showed up at the rink every day at whatever 7 7 30 was the first guy was the happy-go-lucky guy coffee um got dressed busted my ass right i'd always i'm a i'm a workhorse bust my ass <clears throat> but win or lose i like you know didn't care sort of thing i was like oh we lost you know go to the bar restaurant oh we won sweet so the kind of passion was starting to be gone yeah yep. um, and it was at a level that you know we weren't I wasn't getting signed by the NHL tomorrow. So sustainable. Yeah. yeah, for yeah. Long so, term. so after that, um, came back and then got a hold of greener and said, you know, I literally brought him a magazine. I remember the story. I'm like, can we, what is, is this photoshopped or what is this? He goes, no, no, here's how it works. Yeah. And just got into it, man. And that was a huge, a huge reason for, I mean, my work success, my business, um, you know, this book, 11, 12 years later, um, because of that, uh, of that lifestyle, you feel healthy and you get into something different. I remember going to the gym. I just told this story the other day, went to the gym cause been doing it for however long mm-hmm. <clears throat> did, I don't know, call it bench press and then got up and went, what am I, what am I doing this for? I'm, what am I working out for? I had no reason. Right. Cause yeah. every year was, was like off season for the season or like workout during the week for games in the weekend or recovery or something. I'm like, I've what am I working out for? So I needed a reason yeah. um, other than just to get in shape. Competitive. You want that competitive yeah. edge. Yeah. yeah. Hunt, totally. Yeah. And I'm, totally. I'm just competitive by nature. So that uh, from the sport thing, and then that just took up the time, right? Yeah. So there's your, you know, men's league hockey, two hours a night or something like that, getting away or golf. So that took up, that was a better part of six, seven years of my life um, before I had my first, uh, my first kid. 
and um now it's just the working out part of it so i mean i miss hockey it's liberating when i go play yeah. for sure yeah um and will i play again in men's league? i don't know but i mean the working out and that lifestyle i'm in love with man it's it's so good i gotta pee yeah <laughs> i like it <laughs> if nobody heard that he said he hates it when it burns i hate it when it burns Um, so I'm not sure if you know this about me, but, but, it uh, burns, but it burns when he pees. So this jersey and wearing, we won five basketball titles in a row. Bay Ridge city record. That's a big title. Still city record. Still silly record. Twenty three, eh? Twenty three. Twenty three. You're right though. Competitiveness. That's what I. That's what I miss. Is like that competitive edge playing sports. I didn't play, of course, high level. I played college ball in Kingston. Uh, we were number one in the country uh, for that year and got upset. Thanks, Borsman and Natalini, for failing out. We would have won the national title. Fuckers, still haven't <laughs> forgiven you. Um, we were the best team in the country. They couldn't get their grades right. And I won't edit that. I'm still mad at you guys. We should have won a national title. We should have. We should have won a national title. If I can pass... <laughs> If I, I'm a smart dude, terrible student. I'm a, I'm, you know what I mean? I'm an extremely smart guy, but student, i fucking horrible because just, I was a basketball player yeah. going to school. Yeah. And so, but if I can pass, they should have been in pass. So if you're listening in to basketball this, or in, no, in pass, oh. I didn't like to pass in basketball. I like to shoot it. <laughs> That's good. Oh, I love it. I love it. So what's the plan now? What's the plan now? Um, what's going? What's the next goal? You're a goal-oriented guy. Are you going to do any? Are you going to do any more shows? You got a couple of kids. Your wife. Yeah, you your know what job. I, yeah, I said about the uh, the the fitness industry. <clears throat> um, I've told Green to this too. I I, I want to compete again. Um, and now that I'm 40, we I go into this other class, this master class. So it would be it would be fun. And I that's the competitive thing. I want to. I like getting on stage. It's a, it's a production. It's a show. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that was a lot of fun. Um, where that industry goes to, it's, it's tough to kind of climb, um, you know, to the pro card and the different stages, unless you're fully committed to making that almost part of your career. Mm -hmm. But I like seeing the end result of sculpting the body. It's bananas. What greener can do or what people, the right coaches can do. It was insane what you were, what you were doing. I remember when I was in <clears throat> Banff, I believe. I knew that you were in this magazine and I was in chapters and I sent you this picture over uh, Facebook yeah, yeah, yeah. and I tagged you and I'm just like, Bucky, yeah. Bucky's in this magazine. I'm, I was so proud of you uh, doing it. I made fun of you a little bit, yeah, but I'm just like, holy shit. Like you, you worked your ass, you worked your ass off. And then obviously the photos from your shows and whatnot, mm -hmm. you're jacked. You're, you must be so weird, but fascinating to transform and sculpt your body. Well, like this that. is, and this is, this is, you know, the coach out there and, and greener specifically for me, what they can do and what they know is, is pretty wild, man. It's crazy. Um, and that's, and that's the show, the show that's not sustainable, but about two, three weeks before two, three weeks after where you're actually still, that's sustainable. Like you can, you can do that, right? You can be that lean and in that good shape for forever, but you've got to be, you know, kind of committed to that lifestyle. Um, which is, it's not as hard as people think. Um, it's probably harder to get started because when you start to cut out or limit your sugars and glutens and dairies, and th that's probably a little bit more difficult. But yeah. once you figure it out, it's, it's not that difficult, man. Um, so, so the show thing, who knows? That's you know, maybe a bit of a pipe dream, but I would do it again at some point. Um, and I know a lot of people who uh, are in their 50s and 60s now who are still doing it. And man, oh man, like, what a life they lead, right? They're just, yeah. they're in such good shape and they, they look incredible and they have amazing families and all this stuff. So I, I just think it's really neat. Um, with the book, 
Um, I, I, I just said this, the goal is for it to be a message, man. I want it to be boring. I want it to be a resource for people um, to be able to go to. And I want to be able to give them an opportunity to change their day, right? So that's the goal for the book. Marketing, promoting, I don't know how to do it. This is, thank you for having me here, man. And, and I mean, this is just fun to connect, but this. I'll send you the bill. Yeah. It's... <laughs> <laughs> Please buy lots of copies. I don't know. <laughs> so the, uh, so that's the goal is for it to be a resource. And I want to be able to give people an opportunity mm-hmm. to say, flip this, say, oh, you know, cool. Let me, let me start down that path, right? Yep. Um, you know what? My business is, uh, you know, I'm in financial services and uh, it's going really well. I love what I do and I'm going to continue to do that. It's, there's something else that I'm, I'm so thankful for that I got into an industry that um, I get to help other people. Again, right. That's it, man. And, yeah. and I've prided myself on that through um, some of the associations that I'm involved with um, in financial services, advocates. Um, I was big, big, big. And when I got into management as well, really trying to help people say, listen, you're not in this for sales. At the end of the day, do you sell something? Sure. Do you sell investments and insurance? Uh, sure. Relationships? Right? Yeah. You are there to help that person. Yeah. If you're not, then let's, maybe this isn't the career for you. You, uh, I love sitting down and someone says, geez, uh, can you help me with this, 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 and that? Go, yeah. Do you know this? Do you know that? Here's some education. Have you heard about these changes? Mm. You know, what concerns you? What keeps you up at night? No different, man. No different than, and I've, I've used this analogy so many times with this comparison. Um, no different than going to a trainer yeah. to say, help me. You go to a trainer, True, eh? right? You go to a trainer, you know, you walk in and they go, all right, you need to, uh, you know, start running uh, 10 miles. Yeah. And you're like, wait, I, I'm, you know, we're going to get ready for a marathon. You go, wait, what? what? I, I want to be able to um, power lift or I want to, I'm a hockey player. I want to, I want to do this. Oh, so the trainer is specific to you, right? Like, what do we need to do? Um, the other comparison he uses, you know, you go see your general practitioner, your doctor, mm-hmm. you go in, you don't walk in, they go, Oh, Hey Mike, you need, um, you need shoulder surgery. And you go, what? I mean, my knee's busted. Yeah. Oh, well, let me, let me check it out. So the same thing in, in, in my industry, I sit down with a client and say, Hey, what's up? Yeah. Uh, what can I help with? They what? know it's going to be around financial services, but it's, how are you? What can I do for you? Mm-hmm. What do you want to know? Oh, Hey, I want a retirement or I, you know, if I, if I die prematurely, my kids or the, Okay, so you're talking about insurance. What do you know about it? And we, and we help. And if we get to a solution where it's, hey, this can help you, fantastic. So I love my practice and yeah. I love my business and I will continue to grow that. Um, and this all is, you know, intertwined with, you know, make it a great day so I can help other people and... and Living it. Living yeah, and I want to... And I, and I need to yeah. feel good every day, right? I for mean, sure. I want to be my best for someone else. So. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, because that's the... Th- and that's, again, what I, what I admire about is the book because you are actually... Live, like actually living it you know you see other people it doesn't always seem so genuine but that's okay you know because it's a hard thing to do but it's uh it's pretty great so i can obviously just seeing you and catching up with you you wrote a book your voicemail is always very positive so whenever i call <laughs> whenever i call you it's like it's like i'm listening to war and peace <laughs> it's the longest voicemail i've ever heard in my life but it's good because i'm just like oh bucky what? here you go positive but it's not but like you said you know it is contagious i'm like ah oh, he's doing his thing and you know but you're living it so that's good. So got, I'm very proud of you. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Yeah, I never thought you'd amount to much. No. Um, when I first, here we are. When we first met you, yeah, when we were doing 12 Days of Christmas. Feelings mutual. 12 Days of Christmas, going classroom to classroom hey, with Crust and Gator. You just mentioned his name, and he deserves a shout-out. He Crust. won't see it because he won't be on Crust. Instagram or anything. No. Here's a man 
that I've known, you've known now too, same amount of time. So he, I've known him for 30 years because he was a grade four, fourth grade for my American followers um, or the American people watching this. Um, there's a man who like exudes happiness, man. That yeah. guy's got a smile from asshole to apple tarts. Yeah. And there's a guy who is just like, he, you, it is energy around him. And he works... He is the most genuine guy, and we've been so yeah. close for so long. And, you know, there's something. I've been surrounded by people who are just like that in my life, mm-hmm. and I continue to do that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I mentioned a quote in the book of, you know, when's the last time you said, you know, I'm going to call up my buddy uh, Dave. Yeah, he just sucks to be around, and he's always shitty and negative. Um, I'm going to go see him today. Yeah. No, 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 no one ever on planet Earth. You don't, right? Yeah. Like you, you'll go find the people you're like, I'm going to travel. Like, wait, Stevenson's in Banff. I'm going to go see Stevenson. I, like, mm-hmm. I got to see him. It's just fun. Yeah. Um, I got buddies from hockey all around North America that I'm like, I'm going to fly and go see these guys. Totally. It's going to be fun, right? Yeah. Um, so recognizing that too, right? But gravitating. Yeah. yeah, everybody gravitates. He's like the mayor of Kingston. Oh, yeah. Who doesn't funny, speak highly of that guy? Not funny story, but story that kind of, compasses crust is his wedding when unfortunately his dad passed yeah. on the wedding i found out and maybe i'm in tears talking to him and he's consoling me after his dad died on his wedding <laughs> i'm like and i'm just crying and i'm saying sorry sorry it's your dad. and yeah. he's laughing at me yeah he's like he's just very you know he's so caring and that that instance always stood out yeah. to me that he's consoling me after his his dad and I was just like, I'm so sorry. He's like, man, it's all it's all good. Yeah, it's been a yeah. great day, and it 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 was, it was meant it was kind of meant to happen. Every day, man, that so, guy just just he'll uh, you know I I uh, he'll 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 drive up here to hang out with you. He'll he'll fly. He'll he'll go for a coffee with you. He'll help you move. He'll do anything. Right. Anything. So he's, yeah, I always try and see Crusto. Crusto. When I go into Kingston. <laughs> no one knows his real name. By the no, way. no, no. It's been Crust Brent Johns Stubby. Named him Crust, I think. Yep. I think it's a, he wrote on his binder. Yeah. In and, and then we grade. called him Stubby. No, uh, Stubby was Stubby. Stubby was but Ben Johnston. I, yeah, I think yeah. I think he wrote on Crust binder and whatever, and it was Crust, and it sucked. And then no one knows his name. And then I remember I was dating Carlin. So I was dating an older yeah. girl. And at the end of, so she was, oh, one, she was one, going, it's one, like one nine year, months older. Yeah, one, one year, <laughs> but she was going to high school and the grade seven girls were upset. So I remember Mr. Vince's <laughs> class, last day of high, last day of grade seven, we were watching Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. And the girls right before the end of the day gave me a note, like a card. <laughs> and they were upset because I was dating an older girl. And the card said, Jesus loves you, but the rest of us think you're an asshole. <laughs> I was like, oh man. And I didn't do and I would admit if I I would admit if I did something, but they're all like they're all super upset. They apologized afterwards because they were like, that was pretty harsh. I was like, man, I, I, Jesus loves you, but the rest of us think you're an asshole. At least Jesus loves you. Jesus. That's Jesus good. loves you. Yes, I know. For the Bible tells. <laughs> Little ones in below, they are weak, but he is strong. Yes, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna keep going. No, no, okay, no, 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 it's done. I don't know, man. What do we miss? Anything that we we kind of went a little bit all over, but that's kind of what we wanted. We wanted to, what, what we wanted to do. Um, no, man. You know, you know what? Hold. I'll say this. I mean, I I love where you're at, man, and this is sincere too. That that it's pretty cool. <clears throat> um, 
you're like you're like a bit of a Lachlan for me. I know a lot about your history and not everything, and not everyone will know that, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, it's neat to know that we're sitting here like this mm-hmm. at 40 years old. We've mm-hmm. known each other for only 29 years, not 30. Brutal. Um, He's a math guy. You know, and <laughs> don't trust him. Don't trust, don't trust him with your money or your numbers. <laughs> Damn, it. Damn it! But this book, man, and as I drove up, driving up here, and I and I put that on that post, I'm like, this is the book, man. This mm. is it. Like, how have we stayed in touch? I and mean, we've mm-hmm. built that bond over the years by laughing and the, that that oxytocin and those that that those that dopamine. I'm like, this is why we still connect, right? Um, and how we're so comfortable uh, uh, being with each other. Um, and being around each other. So I appreciate this, man. I'm super proud of you, bro. And, and this is pretty cool. This yeah. Well, you know, I think we both, um, it's obviously different, but created something and followed passion, mm-hmm. followed what we love. Mm-hmm. Don't know what, what it would look like, but we both created something. And then now something we've created is kind of meshed. Mm-hmm. There's like a bit of a crossroads mm-hmm. here. And it's, it's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's really great. And I think that's an important <clears throat> lesson for, not that fucking anybody should take my advice, but I always say that, you know, if I'm not the guy who gives you advice, but but you could take my advice because I fucked up a lot. So I'll tell you what not to do. That's my advice. I don't tell people what they should do. I'll tell them what not to do. Because mm-hmm. I think that's more important mm-hmm. um, than even knowing what you like, knowing what you don't like and what you shouldn't do. But uh, yeah, it's something to be said about that. Creating something and just having fun with it, sharing it with people, yeah, being man. genuine with it. And the connection now, you yeah. know, we're, it's coming together. Yeah. And even with, I, I'm sure you've talked to so many people they hadn't talked to a while because of this book. And with me, with this podcast, I've connected with Stewie. I hadn't talked to Stewie in years. Oh. Connected with Stewie, you yeah. know, he's coming to the bachelor party. Yeah. It's going to be great. <laughs> so many people yeah. and the messages online. It's a lot sometimes. I'm not pretending like I'm getting a hundred messages, yeah. but like, just random friends that I haven't talked to. I'm just like, this is awesome. And, and sharing stories. And I don't know. I just, I didn't realize how much I was, I enjoyed the storytelling and listening to other people and wanting to pump people's tires. Like you, like yours, like friends of mine, mm-hmm. strangers. There's a lot of people doing really great stuff out there and we should, you, I want to make an emphasis on that to highlight that mm-hmm. and highlight the good, good hey, stuff. So Have some jokes have some jokes, yep. make fun of myself, make fun of others. <laughs> people make fun of me. That's, that's all part of it. I love it. So and you know what? The, to the point of you connecting with other people through the book, which was cool. Cause, uh, and you said with the podcast being vulnerable and, and getting out there and Oh shit. Mm-hmm. Cause I didn't recognize that until all of a sudden you hit like post right or, or publish. And I'm like, Oh, um, whole new the world. good that came out of it though. People coming. Oh my God. Thanks Jared. I really needed this. I was like, yeah. what? Yeah. What? I'm like, because this is like my love and passion, right? But mm-hmm. I, and I'm, again, here's what I think, um, like it or not, but so many messages came from that is like, yeah. thank you for this. I, I, I bought a copy and I bought it from, I'm like, I'm like, oh, thanks for the support. This so, is kind of cool. You're, yeah. Oh, you're thinking the same way. You're thinking the same way. Um, so that's been, that's been positive too, mm-hmm. man. That's I, been pretty cool. I even saw with, because I started a new podcast called The Program, which yeah. is just kind of general, general, great name too, by the way. Love it. What's The Program? What's this this, is, this, this is not enough Mike's podcast. Yeah, well, this is... So this is this mainly sports-focused and, and these types day, of stories. And make great no, day and there, But the program <laughs> is like kind of like um, kind of weekend update. Saturday okay. Night Live. That's what that is. But to go by or to go along with what you were saying is... So I've, you know, doing it for over a year now. But Scotty is the co-host for that, for that uh, podcast. And I've been sending him like updates and messages that we get. And yeah, Scott's hilarious mm. or whatever. So I, f- I send them to him and how good it made him feel. And Scott, yeah. Scott doesn't have feelings or anything like that. <laughs> he doesn't. He's a robot. I love him. He's amazing. Best friend, but he just, he's not that, he's not the feeling guy. Uh, I'm the feeling guy. 
And, uh, but then I sent that to him and he was just like, wow. And then he sent out other messages to other buddies that are doing podcasts. He's like, I know how good that made me feel. And I'm just like, there it is. There it is. There it is. You know? And then now it's an excuse to get together wherever it might be and share some really great mm. stories. So I'm really happy that we did this. Yeah. You're, are you leaving now? Yeah. Soon? That's it. I'm going to pee and drive home. <laughs> All done. Love you, buddy. That's the best, man. This is good. This is good. Bye. Now what do we do? Uh, now what do we do? Do we stare at each other? I don't know what, <laughs> I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> this is a staring contest. I don't know what to do with my hands. Mm, you win. Mm, you always do. <laughs> What's our sign off? My sign off. Love you. You're the best. Love you. See you, buddy. You're the breast. <laughs>